Hi, my name is Ade and my wife Rebecca is here. I want to welcome you to the Living Right podcast. Uh, this podcast is focused on encouraging couples, believers in their growth and development and yearning to live right for Christ in their yearning to honor God in their yearning to fulfill their destiny in life. Uh, today, we'll be focusing on a very important topic, building a godly home. Today, it is so prevalent. Families, homes have been attacked by the enemy. We hear about divorces, affecting families. We hear, we heard about fathers absent from homes. We've learned or seen or know families that are going through crisis. The enemy is after families. The enemy is after the institution of marriage. But there is hope for us today because God's plan is for a godly home. God's plan is for you and I to build a godly home according to his guidance. That is God's purpose for us. His thoughts for us are of good and not of evil to give us a future and an expected end. As he says in his word in Jeremiah 29 verse 11. So today, We'll be going through this topic, building of a garden home. We'll touch on some key questions that will help us to dissect what is what it means to build a godly home. We'll dissect what are the building blocks of a godly home. We'll touch on the fruits or benefits of a godly home and also on the distractions of a godly home. Be blessed as you listen. So today I'm going to ask the first question, uh, which is what is the foundation of a godly home? Thank you, Rebecca. Christ is the foundation of a godly home. Christ himself is the architect of a godly home. Without Christ, there can be no godly home. We need to build a godly home on Christ. Without Christ, the solid rock, the godly home we're referencing will not be in existence. We're talking about precision when building a home, for instance, a house, a building. We're talking about precision, we're talking about having a design, the blueprint, having a vision of what it will look like conceptually, bringing it into reality. God has a divine design for every home. God has a, a divine design for your home. God has a specific blueprint for your home. God has a purpose 
for your own. But he is a foundation. Every other foundation will not work. Christ alone is a solid foundation. And building a godly home starts from your faith in Christ, accepting Christ into your life as Lord and Savior. That is the start point. That is where it all starts from. That is the nucleus. That is the cornerstone of building a godly home. Your relationship with God, being right with God, that is where it starts from. That is how God can build and enlarge and bring to reality his divine purpose in your life. So the first step is your acceptance of Christ into your life as the Lord and Savior. And then you can build that godly home according to God's design for you and your spouse. Now, what are the building blocks of a godly home? Christ is the foundation. He is the architect of a godly home. But what are the building blocks that will help bring to reality the design, the vision of what God wants your home to be, to look like in reality? I do thank you for that question. You see that you've discussed that Christ is the foundation. But if you look at the word of God in Genesis 2, verse 24, the Bible states that that is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife and they become one flesh. So therefore, be building blocks of a godly home, that means it will require a man to leave his parent and to be joined to the woman. So the man is one of the building block the woman is another building block. Uh, other building blocks that you will see is that it has to do with decision. It has to do with making a choice. So the choice, the decision is part of the building block in making that own. Because the man is going to decide, this is whom I want to marry. The woman is make, going to make a choice, this is whom I want to marry. That means there will be love between both of them. There is a place of prayer where both of them are seeking God to uh, trust God to help them to be able to find each other. So all these uh, are the building blocks. If you look at Philippians chapter 4 verse 6, uh, the Bible said, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. So to recap this particular topic, uh, subtopic that you just asked, the building blocks of a godly home is the man, the woman, uh, making the choice, making decision, prayer, and love. Those are the building blocks that is needed to be able to make a godly home. Now, talking about a man and a woman, 
when you talk about a man leaving his father and mother to be joined to his wife and become one flesh. So there has to be a union in the institution of marriage, which God has divinely ordained the place of marriage. A man and a woman come together to become one flesh, united in spirit, united as one flesh in order to fulfill God's purpose. A man cannot be fulfilled without his wife, and a wife cannot be fulfilled without her husband. That is why the Bible says in Genesis, when God took a bone out of man and created a woman. So the missing piece of a man is a woman God has ordained for him to be his wife. And same, likewise, with a wife. The bone that God used to make or create a woman was taken out of man. So they have to be joined together as one flesh. And that's why Adam said, when he saw Eve, he said, you are the bone of my bone and the flesh of my flesh. That is the beginning of the journey of the process of building a godly home. When a man and a woman come together in marriage, committed to God, submitting their life to God, together following God's guidance as the architect of their home, to build that home together with God's guidance to fulfill their destiny together. So a godly home, we have a man and woman together under the authority of Christ is guidance to build their home to fulfill God's purpose for their lives. We also talk about love. Yes. As they join together in marriage, the love of Christ must be central to everything they do. Love for Christ, love for one another, Submission to God, loving themselves, showing respect to the husband as a wife, and, and the man loving his wife as well, according to God's word. When they are all one, in one spirit, in one flesh, in obedience to God, then God will guide them and lead them in building the God in home, he has purpose for them. You also talk about prayer. That is important. A man and a woman, husband and wife, need to be praying. Prayer should be a focal point of their lives. You talk about the word of God as well. Study the word of God together to get divine insight, guidance on building their home on Christ. Without those tools, without those specific building blocks, there will be stagnancy in building according to God's design. And thank you. I will read um, the third question. Um, what are the fruits of a godly home? If you want to discuss about the fruits, 
of a godly home. What will you say about that? If a home is built on Christ as its foundation, and a man and a woman are joined together in holy matrimony under the institution of marriage, and they've given their lives to Christ and living for Christ, the blessing of God through children is very obvious. God will bless the marriage. God will bless them with children. God will bless them with favor. God will give them joy. God's presence will be in their home. And that brings about favor, blessings, open doors, breakthrough, victory over the enemy. Building up their children, raising up their children in the Lord. The Bible says in Proverbs 22, verse 6, Turn up a child in the way it should go. And when it's grown up, they will not depart from it. So there's a blessing of children, there's a blessing, there's an impactation of that family to their generation. There is a reference point of that home to their generation. The world will see the difference which Christ brings. Blessing, favor, the presence of God, signs and wonders. The grace of God is abound in that family because they are working according to God's blueprint for their lives, according to God's purpose in their life. They are working within God's plan for their lives. Uh, let me read Psalm 127, verse 3 to 5, uh, to be able to read what God said about the fruit of a godly home. Psalm 127, 3 to 5. Children are a heritage from the Lord offspring a reward from him like arrows in the hands of a warrior are children born in one's youth blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them they will not be put to shame when they contend with their opponents in the courts now if we talked about the fruits or the benefits of a godly home, there are distractors against building a godly home because the enemy, the devil, will not sit idle and watch believers walking according to God's plan, walking according to God's blueprint to fulfill their purpose. He is against the institution of marriage. He is against a godly home. And the devil can attack, will attack believers in order to dissuade them or distract them from God's blueprint for their lives, from God's divine purpose or plan for their lives. Remember, Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says, God says, 
my thoughts towards you are of good and not of evil, to give you a future and an expected end. But the devil can bring about destruction. How? Through prayerlessness. But won't focus on our career. We won't focus on other desires outside of God's will for our lives. And we'll, I'll put our priority on those things instead of the place of prayer on a daily basis. Sin is separation from God. And the devil knows if he can influence us, dissuade us, either to temptations or bring about other cares of the world into our lives to distract us from what is important, then we subject ourselves to become vulnerable to sin, to doing things in our own way and leaving God's purpose behind. We talk about prayerlessness, we talk about disobedience to God, making a choice to serve God, to give to God, or to follow our own desires. Remember, Joshua said in, in the book of Joshua 24, verse 15, See, but if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourself this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. Listen to this. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Joshua was addressing the people of Israel. He was addressing God's people. You need to make a choice. You need to make a decision. The enemy will come to dissuade us from following God's blueprint for our lives. We have to make a choice to stick to God's plan, His blueprint for our lives. Serving Him, loving Him, being submissive to Him, walking according to His purpose for our lives, training up our children up in the way of the Lord. That is God's desire for us to build a godly home. So if you are listening to this discussion today or encouragement today, God is speaking to you. God wants you to remain in his will, in his plan for your lives. God's desire for you is to have a future and expected end. Are you willing to submit to God today to allow you to lead you, to guide you? Are you struggling right now in prayer? Are you struggling to study the word of God? Are you having issues or concerns with raising up your children in the will of the Lord? There's hope for you today. God is here. God is ready to help you. He wants you to submit to him. Let's bow down in prayer. And I believe God will meet you according to his point of need. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word and time of sharing. 
Thank you because your thoughts towards us are of good and of evil to give us a future and expected end. I pray for any couples, Lord God, at this time, listen to this message. Lord, minister to their needs. Lord, strengthen them. Lord, empower them. Give them the grace, O oh God, to overcome those challenges, overcome those obstacles the enemy has placed before them. Lord, for any problem child, Lord God, touch them at this hour. Turn their hearts to you, O oh God, that they may fulfill your purpose for their lives. I pray for any home being afflicted by the enemy at this time, O oh God. We take dominion over the enemy. Lord, give your children victory, O oh God. Thank you, Jesus, because you've answered our prayers. To you be the glory, O oh God. In Christ's name have I prayed. Amen. Remember, living right for Christ. God bless.